Hi, so next question comes from Stiltson. Does contemplation of the universe and the strong possibility of alien life relate to awareness of mind and meditation? I have often had a clear thought when I realize that the events of Earth are irrelevant compared to the scale of the universe. Um, in short, no. Um, and to explain, there are lots of things that can uh, help um, your meditation practice. Uh, for instance, as a completely unrelated example, for people who are caught up in lust, um, it's good for them to contemplate the loathsome side of the body, the, the negative, the fact that the, the body smells, the body becomes greasy and so on, <clears throat> and to contemplate the various parts of the body to see that what we're at attracted to is actually just a, a physical um process for people who are who are um very angry as a rule um it's good for them to think of uh, other beings with love and to project loving kindness towards all beings especially towards the people that they have problems with these are generally useful um meditation pra or practices which can aid in the meditation practice on a preliminary level, but they don't have to do with insight. They don't bring about real insight. And neither does something like realizing the insignificance of your actions and so on and so on. They have a benefit, but they aren't a replacement for meditation themselves. They don't play an integral part in the meditation. There's, 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 in, there's a numer, numer, innumerable um, things you could do that that you know mind ex mental exercises you could undertake that would um support your meditation you know because of their very nature in terms of reducing the ego in terms of uh, putting your putting things in perspective and so on uh, and they're all useful and they're all recommendable but it's important not to mix them up and to think well that's meditation and and now you're on the right path and that's enough Meditation deals with the next level. It deals with things on a phenomenological level where you're dealing with experience as it comes and goes. And that can only occur inside yourself. It can only occur where the, wherever the mind is. When the mind is focused at the eye, wisdom has to arise at the eye. When it's at the ear, when it's at the nose, whatever sense that you're, you're aware of at that moment, that's where wisdom arises. And so at the moment where you're cons contemplating this, you've got one level of, of wisdom, something that seems to you to be wise, and it, it certainly is a wise thought. But meditation goes to the next step and has you examine that thought itself and say, hmm, what's involved with this thought? And you come to see that even in that thought, there's um, quite likely a sort of attachment where you think, oh, that's good, and, and you're very proud of yourself, and you feel very good about it, and it, it makes you feel happy, it makes you feel at peace. And meditation is examining these things as well and seeing, oh, I'm attached to this, and, oh, I have, um, you know, this is making me think about that, and so on and so on. And and to break those apart and to come to, to, to let go of even that attachment. The Buddha said we should not hold on to good things, good mind states, good thoughts, good ideas, much, um, m much more so than we should not hold on to bad things. He said, even the good ones we shouldn't hold on to, so how much more should we let go of bad things? He, he, the, the, clear, the point is that we're, um, we're expected, or, or our practice, is to not, not hold on to anything, even a good idea, because it had its benefit, it, it, it served its purpose, and now it's gone. 
Um, so even those ideas, they can be beneficial, but no, they're, they're not uh, a part of meditation per se. Okay, so uh, it's important to keep a, a, uh, a clear line between what is meditation practice, what is empirical understanding. I guess this is another way of explaining it, that um, that's not empirical, that's a theory that you have, the idea that or it's, it's equivalent to a theory where you say, you know, there's alien life and, and well, theoretically that means that uh, I'm insignificant and so on. But it's not the same as actually examining reality and seeing, it's not that you're insignificant, it's that you don't exist. The you, the I, doesn't exist. And that's what comes from direct meditation practice. Okay, hope that helps to clear things up. Thanks for the question.